Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Let people know what you're doing. That's something I wish I would have done earlier, but market yourself. Don't be afraid to tell people about it. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of fluffy stuff. With us today, Brian Wagers. How you doing, Brian? Good, Joe. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad to hear that, and it's my pleasure. A little bit about Brian. He's currently working full-time in sales, but he's got four years of real estate investing experience with three in multifamily, and his portfolio consists of 425 units. He's based in Rogers, Arkansas, and you can check out his company and its website simply by going to his URL is in the show notes. So with that being said, Brian, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Yeah. Thanks again for having me, Joe. I know you're there in Cincinnati. I was born and raised in Cincinnati, Madeira. Oh, uh, nice. Yep. Just right me down the my, road from us. Yeah. Just me and my mom growing up. I went to University of Kentucky for economics, got a job in sales right out of college. I was commission-based sales. I was doing that head down, really focused on that for about three years. And I was doing really well. And I started to have uh, an income problem. And I was doing a lot of research and a lot of people use their income to grow either in, in the stock market or real estate. So I dabbled in the stock market a little bit. I bought GoPro. It was at $35 and I watched it go to $5 real quick. So just having no control really led me to real estate. I bought a single family home a little over four years ago. Just as quickly as I had that rented out, I knew I wanted to get into something larger and it was the way it was going to take is just going to be too long. So I bought a 12 unit right after that first single family. Since then, just scaled past three and a half years up to, like you spoke, 425 units will be at at the end of this week. Well, there's something we've got to learn more about, <laughs> how you got to 425 units. I looked at the GoPro stock and it's about $7 now. So you still wouldn't have made back your money, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. It's been under 15 for, looks like a long time. Well, you made the right choice, it sounds like, to be in real estate. 425 units. How? In such a short period of time. It just started with that first 12 plex. It was just a personal note from a family member. And 
they had owned single family homes. They owned about eight or 10 single family homes free and clear. They were kind of scared of debt because they had been through the financial crisis and just kind of educated them and showed them all the numbers for multifamily and how leverage is a good thing. But that first 12 unit, that was actually on the market. Got that. I was able to refinance that and pay back the investor plus more. And, and then that, was, wanted, that was your family member, the investor? Yeah, okay. father-in-law actually. So all right. he saw how quickly I was able to do that. So he ended up being an equity investor in a couple other deals with me. I saw how I did that. That first 12 unit, I actually used the real estate agent that I bought my home with before I really knew <laughs> about commercial brokers. And that deal had fallen off the market, but I was following up with the actual selling agent. And once I finally convinced them to invest with me, that deal had fallen off the market, but I was following up with a real estate agent, checking their website out and they actually had relisted it on their website and I was able to close pretty quickly. And the selling agent actually brought me another 12 units that he had cold called on and Hmm. that was off market. I was able to get that one pretty quickly after that. I was about three months after that first 12 units. Then I started driving for dollars. My wife, she was then my girlfriend at the time, but she would drive and I would write down addresses for distressed looking apartment complexes in my area. And I got a 20 unit and a 22 unit that way. I was able to get the seller to actually sell or finance a portion of it. Both of them? Uh, Both of them. Yeah. Same owner? Different owners. Okay. One of the properties, as we were doing that, he actually had like for sale sign. It ended up being three fourplexes and an eightplex. And he had a for sale sign on one of them. And I called it and asked him if he was selling just that one or he had others. And he ended up having a whole 20 unit portfolio of them. Mm-hmm. And that other 22 unit, similar conversation. I actually wrote them a letter and they wrote me back. I had a couple of people write me back from direct mail just from driving around and taking pictures of the apartment and doing it that way. And then I met with a commercial broker in town. After that, we closed on a couple smaller deals and then we ended up doing an 82 unit deal. That's my biggest deal so far. They saw that I was doing what I said I would do and close and I was super quick responding to them. And we ended up getting an 82 unit. And now we have another 79 unit that's closing at the end of this week or Monday that will put Mm -hmm. us at the 425 units. Dang. Let's just pause and clap first off. Over what period of time? Three Uh, years? If you include the single family house that I rented out, about four and a half years. But if you don't include that single family, three and a half years from that. I bought that first 12 unit November of 2017. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. As your portfolio grows, you need financial management services you can rely on to help you save money and continue making the right choices for your company's future. Realestateaccounting.co's top-tier CFO team uses their deep industry and operating experience to guide real estate syndicators, investors, and family offices through every pivotal moment and crucial decision. Their fractional CFO services include budget-to-actual, cash flow and distributions, and reporting and valuation. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO to find out why REA is one of the fastest-growing real estate accounting companies around. The real estate experts provide timely analysis and consultations to help you make the most informed decisions possible. See and trust where your portfolio is headed with the customized financial reports based on the KPIs that matter to you and your business. Try it risk-free today 
at realestateaccounting.co forward slash CFO. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. The 12plex was not on the market. Then it went back on the market and you followed up with the seller's agent and that seller's agent had cold called someone else. And once you close on the first 12 unit, you got another 12 unit. How did you fund those transactions? The first one, that was a personal note from my father-in-law. He just wrote me a promissory note for the down payment. And then I had a local bank finance the rest. Plus they actually financed some of the rehab as well. And I was able to refinance out of that first 12 unit into a later, not this next 12 unit, but one after that, I was actually able to refinance out, pay my investor out and actually just combine those into one loan. Local bank has been really good with the smaller apartment complexes. I made a lot of connections with local banks and they've been pretty good about loaning to it. Mm -hmm. Is it multiple banks that you work with locally or is it just one? Yeah, it started with just one, but then I wrote down a list of about 10 local banks when I was first doing this. You know, I was looking for just banks that didn't have a lot of branches and they're usually more aggressive with financing. So just wrote down a list of 10 and just called and asked to speak with the commercial lending department. And then from there, I would ask if they loan on apartment complexes. And a lot of them, once they hear apartment complexes, their ears kind of perk up. Seems like they're pretty aggressive on apartment investing. So got some pretty good terms with the local banks. And what are good terms in your eyes? 85% loan to value, financing, construction costs in there, pretty good interest rates. 3.75% is what they're financing our stuff at right now, which I may be able to get it better with Fannie Mae, but I also don't have to have 18 months of escrow in there that I can't touch. You want to have an operating account, escrow account, but I would like to have access to that. And a lot of the big lenders are having that right now in the pandemic. So that's what I would say. It's good for me. Seller financing then, the 20 unit and the 22 unit, what was the structure? On both of them, the seller carried back 20% and the bank financed the other 80%. On one of them, the bank actually financed construction costs too, because it was a deep value add on the 22 unit. I bought it for about 700,000 and it needed about $250,000 worth of renovation. New siding, new parking lot, new windows, new roof, interior, gut jobs. So that was a really good deal. One of my investors said he wouldn't touch it with a hundred foot pole because of what it looked like before, but now he's kind of wishing he had gotten in on it. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't have to touch it. You were the one touching it. Yeah. He just had to invest. <laughs> That's right. And you found one of them through driving around and calling distressed properties that look distressed. Is that right? 
Yeah, I wasn't able to find any contact information, but I was able to find addresses. So I would just write down the address and I would take a picture of the property and then I would send them a letter with a picture of their property and then a little bit about me and how they wouldn't have to pay any commissions. And I was buying other value add properties in the area in the letter. And then I would put a picture of their property so they know that I'm in the area. I still had a Cincinnati phone number at the time too. So I switched my phone number to a local number. Mm -hmm. So it was a little more trustworthy versus some letter from a different area code. How's that conversation go when they call you? They usually email me. One guy called me, Hey, I got your letter. We like our property right now, but what did you have in mind? Or what do you uh, say? Just say, I'm buying other value add apartments in your area. I congratulate them on their success first off for buying an asset like that. And then my first question was, would you be interested in keeping some of that cash flow and not paying as big of a capital gains tax at sale Mm -hmm. to kind of open up the seller financing conversation? Mm -hmm. For me at first, that was big for me getting started with limited access to capital. And if they say yes, then clearly that's a green light. If they say, I don't know, then you talk to them more about it. I love this conversation because you're manufacturing deals versus just sitting back and building relationships with brokers and hoping that those relationships pan out. But you transitioned into that, it sounds like. Yeah, I was about to say, I was doing that at the same time, meeting with a couple commercial brokers. One in town that was actually a mutual friend of mine, and he does a lot of office and commercial in the area. But they also did multifamily. So that's actually how I got the 82 unit. I bought a seven unit from them, 14 unit, and just smaller, medium-sized deals. But I was doing that simultaneously as this driving for dollars. One thing I didn't do was let anyone know what I was doing as far as raising cap. So that's where I'm at in my business now. What I wish I would have done was let more people know Mm -hmm. what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Before you were building a track record with investors and with people around you so that when you were bringing on and had those deals like 82 unit, 79 unit, you'd have even more response from people. Right. So now I just kind of like you talk about in your book and Michael Blanc is another guy that I follow building that platform and that thought leadership. I wish I had done that when I started, but now I'm starting to do that. Now that I'm getting all these deals, I've created good relationships with commercial brokers and proven a track record. And now I've got to work on the capital raising piece and letting more people know about what I'm doing. Yep. Well, you have a lot of interesting points to make and stories to share. So I'm sure that platform will do really well. The 82 unit and the 79 unit, where's the money coming from? The 82 unit was my father-in-law, just him on that. And then the 79 unit, I have two investors. They were actually friends that found out what I was doing and Mm -hmm. they liked it. It's a pretty simple structure on that 79 unit. A lot of what I'm doing is joint venturing versus true syndication. Uh, So they both are putting up 250,000 each, getting 80% of the deal. And then I'm getting 20% for putting it together, managing it, underwriting it, managing the managers and all that. Got it. Very simple. Yeah. What's a deal that's lost money for you? There hasn't been a deal that's lost money. There's one on the refinance of the 12 units. When I refinanced and paid back my investor, I pretty much broke even, but he made his return 10%. 
but it was only a one-year hold for him. So it was an 8% personal note. So I paid him back, but I didn't make any money. I actually just sold it off and I didn't make any money, but he did. What happened with it? Wasn't as profitable as you anticipated. I spent a lot of money on a parking lot. I probably should have talked to the property management company that I was going to use before I made the renovations. I started rehabbing it. And I think I probably spent too much money on a parking lot. For one, I could have just repaved it versus put in 12 inch or whatever it was, graded concrete, look nice in the last long time. And I was leveraged pretty high on it. So I had to pay back the bank and the investor. So I didn't make anything out of it, but it was good. I got the experience. I got commercial broker contact, lender contact, my investor. No one noticed that I didn't make any money. They all were happy and got what I told them was going to happen, but I broke even in the financial aspect. Well, we've talked a lot about acquisitions, but we haven't talked a lot about execution. Who's managing these properties? In my portfolio in Northwest Arkansas, it's a local company, Elevation Property Management. And then I'm also in a market, Fort Smith, Arkansas. It's about an hour south of me. And I have another group that's headquartered out of there, uh, Trinity Professional Property Management. Okay. What have you noticed that certain property management companies do well and other things that they don't do well where you've got to make sure you're paying close attention to? They've done pretty good on collections right now, especially in the market. When it first happened in March, April, it was kind of worrisome for, I think, a lot of people. And they did pretty good about communicating to the tenants about the different assistants. And then maybe we weren't getting fully paid on the 5th, but it's taking... 20, 30 days for some tenants, but they've done a good job on that. One of the groups I have to watch for certain fees. I just had a conversation with one where they were charging a fee on utilities collected. So that wasn't really a conversation we had before. Um, but they, <laughs> we were able to come to an agreement on that. And I think just- What was just, the agreement? Well, they had charged us for collecting electric and their six and a half percent was not only on the gross income, but also on the electric that they build back. Mm-hmm. So they refunded it. And, right. and then just checking the owner statement and paying for office supplies and stuff like that. I think it's pretty good to have a conversation up front as far as what all is included in there. So whatever the fee be, 5%, 6.5%, 7.5%. I think it's good to know what all is included up front and asking what extra might there be. So for someone who is having that conversation with the property management company for the first time, what are some specific things to ask the property management company? Is XYZ included? I would ask what their basis is on the percentage. What are they charging that from is the first kind of question I would have from gross potential income. If, Like I said, with the utilities, are they charging that back on rubs? If they have that implemented, what kind of benefits 401k benefits, what all is included in payroll? Do they have another benefit expense? Are they charging you for office supplies? Those are some general ones I would have. Mm -hmm. That's helpful. What's your typical business plan? I buy C-class assets, not quite as sexy as the A-class stuff, but my sweet spot has been 20 to 80 units. I'd love to have 150 unit deal or larger, but it seems like there's a lot of competition in that space and a lot of eyes on that driving up the prices with bigger institutions that are going after that. So for me, it's that medium-sized apartment complexes, C-class assets where we can go in and 
fix up some interiors, spruce up the exterior curb appeal and try to get rents up a hundred bucks a door or whatever, depending on the asset. When you take a look at your portfolio, which property has done the best? The 82 unit is really turning around right now. At first, we knew we got it at a good deal, but it wasn't really operating at what we thought it would be. But now we've started to get expenses down. There was a lot of expenses that we weren't really foreseeing, just turning units and slowly getting rents up. But that one is going to be a good return for my investor on that one. Taking a step back, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? Let people know what you're doing. That's something I wish I would have done earlier, but market yourself. Don't be afraid to tell people about it. A lot of people are interested in real estate investing and know it's a good investment, especially in this volatile market. We're going to do a lightning round. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. First, quick word from our best ever partners. Do you manage your own rental properties? If you do, or if you're about to, I want to tell you about Rent Ready because I'm guessing they have some services that you wish you had. RentReady is a property management software that allows you to manage your business from your computer or phone. With RentReady, you're able to collect rent online and get paid, find the perfect tenant with a built-in screening and listing service, and get your leases signed with the click of a button. And tenants really love using RentReady's app too. They can pay rent using the card, ACH, cash. They can set up auto pay, get renter's insurance if you require it. And they can even build their credit score through RentReady's new credit reporting feature. And the best part, RentReady is unlimited. That's right. All this is flat priced. There's no tricks or hidden fees. RentReady is designed for investors who manage their own properties so that you don't have to worry about paying more for building your business. You can start managing and scaling your rental properties without scaling costs. And RentReady has given us an amazing deal to pass on to the best ever listeners. You can get Rent Ready's annual plan for only 54 bucks at rentready.com when you use our special code BESTEVER. That's R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com with the code B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R at rentready.com to get Rent Ready's annual plan for only 54 bucks. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. What's the best ever way you like to give back to the community? We donate to the SPCA local here. And how can the best ever listeners learn more about what you're doing? You can email me at brian at wagerscapital.com. You can check out my website, wagerscapital.com. Click around on there. We have an investor portal there. Brian, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for sharing the trajectory of your career path and how you've gotten into the 12 units all the way up to 80 plus unit deals, why you focus on 20 to 80 unit deals and how you got those deals. Just fascinating, the resourcefulness and the relatively short period of time that those deals were acquired. So bravo to you, props to you, and grateful for our conversation. Hope you have the best ever day, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Joe.